Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Sage Sayers. I'm your show host, DG McCullough, Debbie Gardner McCullough. I'm a narrative coach, a communications coach, and a mental fitness coach from New Zealand based in the fine state of Wisconsin. In each episode, we unpack business communications tips and strategies, and we're always looking for the sage perspective, looking for the gifts, the opportunities, and even some knowledge from life's inevitable challenges. In this week's episode, I'm curious about a cure for hijacked meetings and presentations. And here's why. As we go back to the office and many of us engaging in person once again after two and a half years working remote, a lot of my coaches are coming to my practice wondering, what do I do when my leaders hijack? Meaning, what do I do when they step in or step over as I'm midstream? And especially when it comes to high stakes audiences, meaning, especially when we have external constituents in the audience with us. So that's what we're unpacking this week. What do we do when someone hijacks our meeting or our presentation? A couple of themes came out from coaching this week. And again, there were handfuls and handfuls of people wanting this really vital help. And one really strategic tip that seems to work is to stay standing. Here's the idea. When someone takes over your presentation, they may feel impatient that you're not getting to the point or that they like to take to control. One way to signal that you are the one in control versus the person hijacking this moment becomes standing. So if we stand versus sit, we're saying, we're waiting for you to finish speaking, but we're still holding the reins. And as you stand back with that neutral body language and welcoming facial expressions, that's what you're going to signal. But do avoid sitting down. Here's another tip. Understand your own response. So you want to go into the situation being really clear, having done some reflection and building that self-awareness piece on why you're responding the way you do. Then separate that response from your action. This kind of tip, the self-awareness piece, helps you feel centered and controlled as you re-navigate those things on the fly. The key becomes putting yourselves in the driver's seat. Understand what it is that's causing you to feel frustrated and undermined. And then with that new awareness, come up with your own action steps on how to respond. Once you come up with that authentic strategy, then you can try it out and modify if needed for the next meeting. Here's what coaches have found when I ask them that question. What's your underlying fear or what's the underlying discomfort? It typically ties to other times in their life when they felt undermined and feeling a little bit of a a PTSD moment in that moment. But there's often a piece of frustration that, am I not enough? Am I not strong? Do I not have the answers? So it's these insecure feelings of not being enough that are getting in their way. Sometimes it can even be a fear of falling back a fear of no longer mattering, a fear of disappointing others. And in that moment where somebody above them has hijacked their meeting and their ideas, the fear and the discomfort comes from knowing that this is, ah, 
Here we go again. Here's another visual reminder that I'm not enough. Whatever it is, understand your own response. Get in touch with that. Work on those feelings and that growing awareness with your coach and or journal and be really mindful. Here's another tip. Remain gracious. So if you have had someone take over your meeting, you know how disruptive and annoying it can feel. We often look upon that hijacker as rude or boorish, out of control, arrogant, selfish, whatever it is. Even so, try staying calm and engage the sage approach. Look for some empathy, both for you and your situation, but also for the person who hijacked. What might their worries be at night? What might drive this person to hijack in this moment? And try to avoid ill intent. Perhaps they think they're helping in this moment. Perhaps they want to mentor and groom you and and help lift you up. But whatever it is, remain gracious. And then let the person speak a while. Even thank them for their wisdom. And Perhaps take some of the last words that they lay down in front of you, pick up those words and braid it in to an elegant, potentially powerful segue. You may even compliment the person as you transition. For instance, I'm so glad that you brought up topic X, Vida. Thanks for sharing. And actually, X is what we were moving on to next. So the technique again Stay gracious, stay calm, avoid assuming ill intent, and then knowing that the person probably won't hijack for that long, I'm hearing from the field, it's usually just a couple of minutes, pick up any language that they lay down as they concluded their thought and braid it in to a transitional sentence to take you to your next point. This kind of technique comes across very, very well. It can feel elegant, it can also feel respectful, but it also signals power. Here's another tip. Remember that your audience dreads a long meeting and that you remain the subject matter expert. So regardless of who takes over the presentation, the audience will probably have your back when you regain control and they will probably prefer that you do so. So here's a data point. The Harvard Business Review reports that executives spend around 23 hours weekly in meetings now versus 10 hours 50 years ago. So feel empowered through the spirit of brevity and especially now as more and more professionals are feeling meeting fatigue, going back to the office, feeling they cannot keep on track of what they have to get done in the day. You are doing your audience and staying audience-centered. You are doing your audience a favor and staying centered by feeling empowered to redirect that presentation as a gift to your audience. They'll feel grateful. They can get back to work. And then the other piece, remembering that you're the subject matter expert. You have researched the topic. You have spent the time understanding things well enough to present to this high stakes audience. So whatever the hijacker adds, they cannot and will not duplicate your knowledge in most cases. This last tip's kind of a really interesting one that an executive I coached for many years came to me with, and he said, plant a decoy. So if you're noticing a pattern of when and how and on what topics your hijacker tends to hijack, 
then get strategic and stay informed. Notice, for instance, how long the hijacking typically takes. Two to three minutes is the norm. Take note of when and what triggers the takeover. If you notice the hijacking always ties to the hijacker thinking you've omitted something or you've not fully completed a thought or you've not seen an idea or strategy through to the end, then provide a teaser slide to hint that you may touch on that information, then expand in more detail on the next slide. So when the hijacker steps in, you can counter, well, I'm so glad you asked for those numbers and here you can see we have them. Also, ensure that you bring all bottom line information up top and keep your slides brief. Sometimes any interruption or hijacking just stems for an impatience, excitement to get to the point. You can also offer an appendix of information on which you can expand. So there you have it, some tips and techniques on how to rebound and how to prepare and preempt the inevitable hijacking that will take place in your next meeting or high stakes presentation. I hope you found it helpful. This is DG McCullough calling in this afternoon from Wisconsin. I've enjoyed our time together and I hope to speak with you again really soon. Bye-bye for now.